Our mess is our message is so cliche, but in truth, <laughs> my life can mirror that, you know? And then that's where the concept of broken into beautiful came in, where we take something ugly or broken to take something and recreate it into something beautiful. You are listening to the Genesis Collective's Creatives Podcast. Welcome back to the Genesis Collective's Creative Podcast. We've been off the air for quite a while, but we're back. We have a new project going on. It's called the Artist Conversation Series, and we're going to have great conversations with local artists. And joining us on this episode is Melissa Rines. And Melissa is a mosaic artist. Yeah. What is a mosaic artist? I break things (laughs) and make things. You break things and you make things from the broken things. From the broken pieces, yeah. Oh. Oh, you have to explain that. I use all recycled, reusable, um, what people throw away. Broken plates, vases, stained glass. And I just uh, break it and then put it back together to make something beautiful and creative. Is this um, what you would call an an unusual art form? It's different, Um, right? It's different. Well, there's a process to that. And it's like the breaking of things and then putting it back together to make some type of orderly fashion, which I'm not really good at making perfect things. I I like things a little bit abstract. And then you have to grout it and then clean it off. And and then I can resin it and make it look a little bit more put together. So you're talking about taking pieces of ceramic, plateware, glass, and breaking those and then Taking those pieces Mm -hmm. and putting them back together in a form of artwork of some sort. Yep. Right? So this sounds to me like this is more than just the end product, that your art is also about the process. Yes. Right? So it's it's process process art. Process is important Mm -hmm. here. That's interesting. Because you think of a painter who's doing a canvas or something, that's their their deal, right? Well, they have their own process. Well, it's their process. But is it really part of the of the art making itself, right? It sounds like you're the breaking of mm-hmm. things and then putting the things back together is central to your artwork. Yes. I consider myself a creative who builds through breaking. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And we're here in your new studio space. You want to tell us about where we are? Yes. We're in 2196 Dust Avenue. It's on the corner of 22nd and Dust, and it is called Broken into Beautiful. Um, I'm in the process of having a grand opening, but basically it is a gallery, smash room, creative space, and also event space. Oh, so you said something interesting, a smash room. I've never heard that term. What is that? When I had the gallery in New Jersey, I had an old walk-in freezer, and you could just walk in and smash, just throw something. Piece of pottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like the sound of glass breaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here, I'm going to have to build it. So I'll either have like a smash box with maybe some ceramic bottom. Uh, That's why we have the plexiglass there. It's a project in the making. Then the people can throw the glass and um, smash it in the box. So this will be open to the public? Yes. To come in and... Mm -hmm. and You can book either a private session or a party. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Now, is that dangerous? It could be dangerous if you don't follow my directions and um, my rules. <laughs> we have goggles and gloves, and 
Um, if you don't use the Smashbox, because I don't have that built yet, um, I've done workshops all around Beaver County, and we do it with uh, hammers in a, either a sack, a protective sack, or an, a box. But the the end result is still the same. It's probably not as fun <laughs> as if we could go into a room and just throw it. But it's not like a rage room. It's you you are releasing things, but you have to take what you release and create something good from it. Oh, I see. So you're not from here, right? I detect a New Jersey accent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I live in Aliquippa. I work in Ambridge, and I have a business in Ambridge, but I'm originally from the Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. And I'm nothing like that show. <laughs> Please don't watch. I've never seen that show. But I have been to where you're from, Tom's yeah. River. Tom's River, Yes, correct. I've been there, yeah. 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 So from New Jersey to here, mm-hmm. right, Western Pennsylvania, do you want to tell us how that happened? I actually lived here from like 2006 to 2013. I worked for PNC in New Jersey and I transferred to Pittsburgh and I worked in the banks in the city. Um, I went back home in 2013 and then in 2021 I came back home to here. I guess I call it home because it's um, my daughter's here, my sister's here, and now my parents have sold their house and they've moved here. So we're all here now. And you you did your artwork in New Jersey too, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah, I actually, the first time I ever mosaic I was away in California. Is that what you call it? mosaic That's a verb? Mosaic'd. I guess. <laughs> I, well, it's a new Missy verb, you okay. know? <laughs> That's fine, sure. I went away to ministry school in California, and I rented a, a room from a lady who was a special needs teacher. She was an art teacher, but she loved to mosaic, and she taught me how to mosaic. And I would mosaic in her greenhouse every single day. And in California, it was like 70 degrees. So even in the rain or whatever it was, I was out in the um, greenhouse mosaicing. Chip and Joanna Gaines, they have a show called um, The Craftsman. And he actually runs a, a place called The Blue Ox in California. And he came back from Vietnam and he didn't like people very much. So he would walk aimlessly around the Redwoods and he happened across an old abandoned logging company with all wooden handmade tools. And he brought them back and he created like almost like an art island, he said. And so now they have woodworking and pottery and mosaics and any type of creativeness you can be found there. Um, But now all of the schools in the county send their troubled youth to him and they learn these skills, you know, and it helps them. And the lady who taught me actually worked for him and brought her kids to him. So she learned from from really interesting people as well. And it was just passed on. And when I got back to New Jersey, I realized I need to do this. You know, it makes me happy. Right. So you took on this this form of art, uh, art with a purpose, art with a the practice of this of your art, right? As we said earlier, that you know the, the smashing is uh, is part of the of the making of art. It's part of the making sense of the art. It's part of the just the whole creative aesthetic, you mm-hmm. know, uh, reason to do it. I'm not explaining that very well. <laughs> well, I think that what you're trying to say is that sometimes art mimics life, right? So sometimes we go through things in life that are really, you know. Smashing, (laughs) you know, Um, but put back together, you take those broken pieces or the broken parts of us and we we can change perspective or put it in a different way, in a different light. And it's actually beautiful. 
So it's the metaphor, yes. right? For life, your your art, uh, your style of art, it's a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Hence, broken into beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you think art is important? I think art is important because it's part of who we are. I think everyone has the capability to be an artist or creative, and that creativity in us is healing. It's actually a positive thing in our life. And we can use it to express ourselves in a different way that we're not, we don't maybe not normally usually express our, ourselves in. And then we can say things that maybe we wouldn't normally say through our art. We might have a hard time saying or a hard time even releasing. And we could do that through art. So I think a lot of us are just the way that the world we're living in and the times we're living in, it's a positive, healthy way to process pain, grief, anger, joy, love, whatever it is. It's, it's a positive, healthy way. Mm-hmm. Art is a language. Art is, art is a, an expression. It's an act. We often think of it as a thing, right? Because we often see the object. And so here I'm in your space and I see some of your pieces around the space and they are just amazing and colorful and bright and shiny. It's, and so the, I mean, it's a kind of a, just amazing thing, but it's so much more than the object that we're looking at. And I think that's a really cool way for art to be. And I think a lot of people don't see art in that way. They don't see this thing as more than just the thing. You're looking at the creative process. You're looking at the all, all the stuff, the hours, right? You know, probably hours that go into making something. So you call yourself a creative rather yes. than an artist, right? Can you I mean, I am that? an artist, but I feel that I'll never be the best at being a mosaic artist or I'll never be a best abstract painter or, but I love all mediums, like all different types of art. Um, and that's another thing, like what you're saying, how important it is. There's so many different types of art. So some people might not like the craziness of my broken pieces, but there's other art like Marlon where he can draw the most perfect person or, or guy, like, you know, like beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. And it doesn't take away... And you're talking about Marlon Gist. Mm-hmm. He's a colleague of ours. Yeah. Genesis Collective, yeah. And he has such amazing work, you know, but it's so different than the way that I work. But there's a type of art for every person, no matter what their fancy is or what their preference is or what their capabilities are. I draw stick people still, <laughs> but I can smash something like nobody's business and put it back together and make it look really awesome. So there's so many different types of art for people. As far as creative goes, I just love creativity. And I believe that it's my duty as just as a human being, as an educator, to share that with people, because I feel that they're missing out, you know, that if they find that niche, or if they find that type of creativity that opens their minds or unlocks their heart or just makes them happy, they'll be better for it, you know, and we just need that. We need positivity. I'm going to say that we live in an art-impoverished culture throughout Beaver County. It's not like many other places where every corner has art, and you see artworks, and you see galleries all over the place. Why do you think that is? Or am I wrong on that? I don't think you're wrong, but I do think that it's changing, if, if I may say. I think that people, are their eyes are being opened and they're being exposed more to the creativity in the county that maybe they didn't even know was there. Because there's a lot of people, really awesome people that are spearheading and 
making art become a forefront, like something that people see right away um, where they didn't see it before. But as far as why is it impoverished, I think that like a lot of Beaver County is very hardworking. They work very hard for their families and that's kind of what their eyes are are on, their, their goals are. And they didn't, you know, sometimes it's just like, we have to do this, this, this to get to this. You know, we have to take care of our family. We have to feed our kids. We have to send them to college. We have to do that. So maybe their their mind is not bent on seeing creativity or, you know, thinking, oh, I can do that and it'll help me. Or, oh, I, I might be good at that. You know, they might just never have thought of that before. Or, you know, they appreciate the art that they see out, but they don't think that maybe, oh, that could be me. Or maybe I could do that. Well, we've always been a very working class community. In working class contexts, and I'm going to generalize, you typically don't see the highbrow art. You know what I mean? So there's this place called Merrick Art Gallery in New Brighton, and it has a whole bunch of 19th century artwork that was collected in Europe and a lot of expressionism and neoclassical works. And and it's about as uh, highbrow, I'm doing air quotes, it's about as highbrow as uh, you could probably get in the county here. But by and large, yeah, um, I don't think working class environments have much of that kind of art. But I think what working class environments do have is a lot of folk art and a lot of, uh, I'm looking at your guitars on the wall, Art that is created with the things around us, like found art, art, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Things Mm -hmm. that people find in their environments and they put together and they make amazing things. I think that's, folk art is really known for that kind of art, right? People pull together the stuff that's in their environment. They definitely have the skills. Skills. The carpentry skills, the welding, the 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 metal, and that's art. Sure. And there are lots of, like, you know, uh, industrial things. Yeah. You know, uh, they make the iron. best art. Yeah. And that's really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting dynamic. So your your genre of art, I think, in a way, kind of maybe really fits in this sort of working class. I, I hate to, I'm generalizing like crazy here, and I'm trying to think about how to rephrase this, but... One of the things I want to do with this series is to struggle over the language, right? It's, right. It's just for us to say, well, I don't know how to explain this. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know the words to use. Yeah, Beaver County is a working class community, but at the same time, art, when you make art, like art is about expression. Art is about life and pain and joy. And so they have all the makings to be an artist because they live life daily and they succeed at it amazingly. There, I've never met a bunch of hardworking people um, in my life, I don't think, as the people in Beaver County. They work hard, you know, gen- and I've listened to their conversations like the generations of hard work that's been passed down, like, you know, just with the steel mills and the, you know, all those things. And that's something to be proud of. That's not anything wrong. <laughs> my, you know, my dad, we're, we're Filipino, but my dad was blue collar. He was sheet metal, you know, so he doesn't quite understand the art, <laughs> but he loves me. So, <laughs> and he loves guitars. So it's a way to connect people as well, you know, but I don't think that, I just think that it's like, maybe they just never been exposed to it in a way that they thought, oh, let me pick up a paintbrush and let me do it. Or, or let me like smash this cup or I broke my cup today. And, um, you know, let me go over to see Missy and see if we can create something awesome from it. You know what I mean? So basically, like, I never thought 
what I could do. Or I was the appreciator of art. I wasn't an artist until somebody showed me. So I think that the more that they're shown, the more that people are shown, and then they're able to relate to the fact that, oh, that could be me. I said, I think that more art will be created, you know, because we use art in school and other things just as a form of expression, but also as a way for, to communicate, you know? So, I mean, art can be used for so many different purposes and things that the world needs at the moment. And your studio space here is going to be that place that invites people to come in and try it out, right? Yes. Yeah. You want to tell us again about your studio space here? Where is it and how people can get a hold of you? 2196 Dust Avenue um, in Ambridge. And I am broken into beautiful and we have offer workshops, smash rooms, breaking parties, event space. But what we do is we provide a space to process pain, anger, and grief in a creative way. We bring positive perspective on negative experiences, and it's also just a fun, unique, and memorable way to release stress and blow off steam and create mosaic art. Oh, and you can reach me at brokenintobeautiful.com, and my email is brokenintobeautifulmosaics at gmail. Melissa Rines, thank you so much for being on thank the podcast you. and having this well, you're our first conversation in this series. <laughs> this is so exciting. We, we super appreciate this, and we'll definitely have you back. And And we'd really like to know how things go here as you get more exposure and you bring more people in and you get your smash room built and all yes. that. So. <laughs> Thanks so much, Kevin, for even just having the conversation. I appreciate it. express ourselves we have to know ourselves what do you love and if you get close to what you love who you are is revealed to you and it expands you start to see how connected we all are it's so beautiful in singing our song in telling our story in inviting you to say hey listen to me and I'll listen to you we're starting a dialogue and we come out of our corners and we start to witness each other's common humanity. We start to assert it. And when we do that, really good things happen. You have to express yourself. It's actually super easy. You just have to follow your love. There's no path till you walk it. You are listening to the Genesis Collective's Creatives Podcast.